Greetings. Jay Severin here. It is Thursday, May 9, 2019. Welcome to the Invasion of the Giant Pod Pundit, episode 35, Democrat Doom, Excelsior. of the giant pod pundit with Jay Severin. You know, the week began with Nancy Pelosi, who increasingly bears, I think, an absolutely uncanny resemblance to someone who's just gone five rounds with Mike Tyson. Every once in a while you get, she gets in uh, the wrong light. It's something is not lighted for her. It may be in a hallway in the Capitol or someplace, and the light is bad, and... Oh my God! I mean, it, I, I I look at the channel to make sure I'm not watching a zombie movie by mistake. Well, Nancy is claiming, "quote Trump is goading us to impeach him every day." I'll repeat. Nancy says, "quote Trump is goading us to impeach him every day." Sidebar: What Pelosi, the Speaker of the House intended to convey is absolutely not what she actually said. Quote, goading us to impeach him every day. In English means, of course, that President Trump wants Democrats to impeach him every day. Impeach him every day. What Nancy Palooka intended to communicate to her motley audience is, quote, President Trump every day is goading us to impeach him. President Trump is every day, which, which means, well, what it says. Impressive and even charming, yes? How just a touch of knowledge, what seems a tiny adjustment in vocabulary or punctuation, transforms even the most excruciating political drivel into English. Well, it's okay. She's only the effing speaker of the effing House of Representatives of the United States Congress. It's okay. It's only English. Forgive me, if you will, for my nostalgia for my native language as it sails down a mongrel river to irrelevance and eventual extinction, leaving us with a worthless lexicon of uh, urban tower of Babel. But other than that, I have no strong feelings on the matter one way or the other. So, in addition to claiming that President Trump is goading Democrats to impeach him, but not impeach him every day, Nancy Palooka said with a wink, and she did, with a, she leaned forward and kind of whispered and said with a wink to reporters. And, and what could possibly inspire finer journalism than a salacious wink from a hideous 80-year-old sea hag. So Palooka said, but we know what he is up to. He wants us to impeach him. (laughs) He wants us to impeach him, but not impeach him every day. Sorry. Because he knows it is divisive. (laughs) Divisive. That's what he wants. That's why he wants it hissed the ancient vampirus 
while we are still endeavoring to figure out what the hell that means, permit me a moment to make the point someone coherent might have made. President Trump is goading the Democrats to impeach him, but not impeach him every day, and to threaten it, to threaten it every day. Because it is, for the Democrats, suicide. It is, for Democrats, suicide. They are in the most difficult position that I have seen uh, this close to an election and this far out from an election at the same time that I've ever seen. Right now, the Democrats look by all conventional measures, and maybe that's the asterisk, conventional measures. Maybe there are no conventional measures that uh, obtain anymore. But by, you know, I've, I've spent... 30 years doing this stuff and uh, in running campaigns and all that. And I've, ne- I've never seen anything like this for reasons I, I, I'm about to lay out. I direct your attention, again, suicide for the Democrats. And they're self-administering it. I direct your attention to the well-respected Monmouth College poll. And again, I'll, I'll add... Uh, as a sidebar, that Monmouth College poll is to polls what Monmouth College is to colleges. The well-respected Monmouth College poll, uh, which yields a clear, definitive diagnosis for Democrats. Think of it as uh, political x-rays. They are not good. Evidently fatal, in fact. Let's take a peek at the most significant x-ray. While Democrats... Every day, see what I did there? While Democrats every day (laughs) screech, impeach Trump, literally, not one day has gone by in the last several weeks without a, a shot of one or several Democrats in Washington calling for Trump's head. Evidence be damned. We don't need no, we don't need no stinking evidence. Every news cycle in which impeachment is the Democrats' message of the day. And how can it not be? This is what I'm talking This is the unique circumstance I'm talking about. Everything that will get you elected as the Democrat nominee, everything that you say to curry favor with the hardcore. Uh, Uh, Persons of color and several genitals, trans, black, yellow, trans, of color, socialist, trans. Everything you say to that hardcore base of the Democrat Party that gets you points with them alienates you from the people you're going to need to have a chance of, of winning the presidency. Every news cycle in which impeachment is the Democrats' message of the day, and for, for uh, uh, several months now it has been, they are creating their own morbidity. This poll asks the political life and death question. We're only going to do two. One, do you favor impeaching President Trump? Just over half, 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 of Democrats say yes. I think it was uh, 31%. But among the only group that matters, all voters, 
Do you think it's over half of Democrats? Yes, among among Democrats, just over half. I'm 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 mocking there. Half of Democrats say yes, impeach. Okay, I think that was fifty three percent. That's Democrats, but among the only group that matters, which is all voters, the people who will actually make up the electorate, among all voters, impeach Trump dwells in the 30%, 30% range of the political basement, soon to be a graveyard. As predicted here on Monday, uh, pod pundit number 34, even after Pelosi and co., had a chance to hammer the president for three years and counting, two out of three American voters oppose impeachment. Two out of three American voters oppose impeaching Trump. And it is the absolute foundation of at least, you know, half the Democrat Party. I'm trying to be fair. I think much more than half of the Democrat members of Congress uh, are uh, favor impeachment and, and Democrats out there, activists and all. But let's say, you know, let's say, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know what they do here. Although I wish, if they wish to hire me and pay me millions of dollars to tell them, uh, I still wouldn't do it. Uh, in homage to the classic grade school cartoon illustrating how a bill becomes a law, do you remember that? Are you are you too young to have uh, been subject to that constitutional propaganda? How a bill becomes a law? The appropriate cartoon here would be how a major party commits self-immolation. Whoa, do be careful with those matches, Nancy. Oh, oh, she's melting. She's melting. And, and the swell news doesn't stop there. It is possible one or more of the Democrat presidential candidates could and will reject and denounce impeachment strongly enough to make a distinct impression such that he or she or trans they carve out a position as the strong anti-Trump but anti-impeachment Democrat who stands up and says, you know, I'm against Trump and we ought to have him arrested later and we ought to have hearings forever, but I'm against impeachment because it will hurt us. I'm afraid it will hurt us more than it hurts Trump. So there, there may well be one or more candidates who carves out that position. And so let's say they're not stuck with impeachment. They're not tarred with being a suicidal uh, imp- impeachment monger. Okay, possible. Possible. But, and it's a big but, nothing Democrats like better. It is this. Back to our poll results. The second and final of the questions with which we will deal today. Asked of all voters, do you support socialism here in the United States? Yes, 10%. No, 90%. Well, there is some degree of, apparently some degree of debate in their party about impeachment. There is no debate at all about socialism. Every single major Democrat in this country, and virtually without exception, every single Democrat candidate for president is a socialist and or pushing a socialist agenda, period. 
There are no, there are no true Democrats anymore who are not socialists, whether or not they admit it or whether they insist on uh, trying to hide it by calling it democratic socialism. They are for taking money from us and giving it to the poor, the criminal, and the illegal alien. They are for higher taxes. They are for higher crime. They are for more government. They are for shitty schools. They are against uh, good health care. They are weak on defending this nation, as always they have been. They represent, stand for everything wrong that you could be for uh, as a politician or a citizen. And there are no more moderate Democrats. Show me the moderate Democrats in the House or the Senate. There are no more moderate Democrats. Every single Democrat in this country, whether they do it for a living or whether they're just a citizen, if you understand enough to know and call yourself a Democrat, then you you know that you are for confiscation of wealth, higher taxes, this whole thing agenda i just mentioned democrats are socialists show socialists are communists and so all 10 percent are going to support the democrat nominee and and these candidates they cannot denounce democrat socialism so-called without losing their base yeah, they must prevail in a 22-candidate primary election, a 22-candidate field in their primary, but they must, alert, they must emerge from that still electable to the 70% of Americans against impeachment and the 90% against socialism. This, that's the guts of democratic socialism as urged and practiced right now by every Democrat candidate for president. What do you do going down the road if you have political x-rays that show you if you are for impeachment, 70% of voters are against you, and if you're for some form of socialism, 90%, 90%. If, if you ask, do you love your mother? I've never gotten 90% on a poll, are against socialism. The voters, people who will actually vote, are against strongly against the two things that define you. I'm grateful that this math is simple so I can participate in the conversation. I mean, advanced linear equations, it ain't. These x-rays, and thank goodness we have a good political doctor in the house to read them expertly. These x-rays display a simple, but for Democrats and all anti-Trumpers, very nasty ending. In short, every time they talk about their major issues, impeachment or so-called Democrat socialism, they automatically turn off, alienate, perhaps anger, two out of every three and nine out of every ten voters respectively on their biggest go-to issues. Keen political strategy, positively titanic. <laughs> and finally, aboard this doomed Democrat voyage, here is Captain Pelosi's trusted first mate, the rotund Jerry Nadler, a.k.a. Stay Pump Marshmallow Boy. Rounder than he is tall, Nadler was chosen to utter what is surely 
the biggest, most grotesque lie of the Democrat Party. This, Nadler squeaked, is a constitutional crisis. No. Utterly false. This is not a constitutional crisis. This is constitutional process. And it is a beautiful thing to behold. Every time through history, when the government of our unique constitutional republic places on display its marvelous ability to co-operate, not cooperate in the pedestrian sense, but they must and they do, and every time they have, inevitably, they yell and scream at each other, but they co-operate, literally. Constitutional crisis? Nadler and the dizzy Democrats display appalling ignorance, uh, totally misunderstanding our system, or knowingly saying perverse things about it. Our legislative branch has spoken, our executive branch too, and likely now our judicial branch will have its say, just as contemplated and designed by our founders. A beautiful thing. The framers of our Constitution would doubtless feel great pride and satisfaction knowing that after 250 years, our government works. It is often noisy and inelegant, but it works. And for we, patriots, citizens, legal buffs, we get to watch our constitutional process at its highest levels unfold. It is history. For me, this promises a constitutional orgy of evidence, case law, precedent, argument, deliberation, judgment. Oh, all the things that make an intellectual life worth living. And let me note, sidebar, I have long argued this point. You can be intellectual without being an intellectual. If if I were an intellectual, I'd wear a beret and have a beard and smoke uh, galois and wear turtlenecks and, uh, you know, uh, anyway. Uh, but, but intellectual can be anybody who thinks. And th- this is these things, if, if it does go to the Supreme Court, if the Supremes get involved in this, it'll be an orgy of evidence, case law, precedent, argument, deliberation, judgment, crisis? Absurd. It is constitutional showtime. There's much more, uh, but I do not wish to try your patience. Uh, I shall shoot. I shall soon return here, and shall be getting all up in there and sit on Twitter. I didn't say a bad word, by the way. I, you can always cheat by saying S I T. Sit. I get all up in there. Sit. See, it, it, in its context, is everything. There's no H in there. There's no H in sit. All up in that sit. Thank you for joining me. Invasion of the Giant Pod Pundit is produced by at Stacy Rippey. Blame her. I'm Jay Severin. Excelsior.